Juggling motherhood and modern day life can be stressful and relentless, but it doesn't need to be this way. The Joy of Being podcast is the answer to maternal mental health, bringing sustainable relief and calm to hardworking mums everywhere so that you, your family and work can thrive. My name's Marina Pearson and I'm your host, transformational coach and mum who loves to interview business owners, transformational professionals and creatives to have insightful conversations about what it takes to really live a life that is thriving, fulfilling and full of joy. So this week I wanted to share that I'm launching an amazing course called Manifesting Miracles 2020 with the beautiful Ian Watson. After realizing that manifest was a really hot topic from the amount of downloads that we got from how to manifest anything that you want on this series. We decided to club together and use our 34 years of experience to create a six-week on-live course for you to create one thing that you want to bring into your life. So anything from relationship to money to client, anything that you have thought to be totally impossible to create in your life, then we're going to give you the space to be able to do that. Now, who's it for? Well, it's for you if you've been striving and struggling to make that one thing happen. We're also going to get you clarity on what that is for you. Plus, by the end of the course, you would have manifested something of your heart's desires that you might have thought that was totally and utterly bonkers crazy that you never thought you'd be able to do so if this sounds like something that you're interested in and even you know if you've read my book you'll know that there's a chapter dedicated towards this and you want to be able to manifest and make 2020 that miraculous year for you then join me and ian if that sounds like something you want to be part of then email me at marina at marinapearson.com putting subject line manifesting miracles and then in the body just ask me for more info and we'll take it from there hope to see you soon bye-bye for now and on this week's show i have the beautiful dr mandy leto she's an in-demand coach and corporate trainer in london she specializes in working with high achievers who are on their way to being world class her expertise is in helping women in the financial industry to progress in their careers especially through their personal brand and mindset Mandy coaches exceptional leaders. Her clients include investment bankers, lawyers, fashion stylists, screenplay writers, entrepreneurs, HR leaders, luxury brand managers, and the CEO of a national sports body. As a corporate trainer, she creates innovative and impactful sessions for world-class companies. And I met the beautiful Mandy Leto on one of those wonderful networking events in Athena and we instantly had a connection and I just loved her energy and I loved her way of expression so much so that uh, we found out that she was a former columnist for the Psychologies magazine and she's written for and featured in the Sunday Times, Psychology Today, Top Sante, the Huffington Post, but to name a few. She's an amazing person and has an incredible capacity to share her wisdom succinctly and with such grace and beauty and that's why I decided to bring her on today because of her knowing of holding success lightly so that we can achieve without necessarily doing so with our knuckles turning bright white so if you're a gung-ho achiever and loves to get stuff done but is doing so with white knuckles and stress and anxiety then this is going to be an amazing episode for you enjoy And on today's show, I have the beautiful Jackie Ford. I've known Jackie for about four years now. 
and every time I speak to her, there's always something new that I get to see. She's one of the most wisest, funny, and grounded women I know, but a sense of presence is just palpable. So I was super excited to have her say yes to come on. And we decided to talk about something that a lot of people tend to do the opposite for, which is talking about the pitfalls of fast decision making. Often we think that we have to make decisions right there and then. But what if we don't? What if actually there's more wisdom in sitting with the unknown and not knowing what we are going to do until it arises? And this is what I loved about Jackie, because she actually really embodies that. And this conversation also really embodied that too. She has a huge amount of experience in coaching and midwifery and sales and God knows what else. Um, But what I always get when I speak to her is a sense of peace and stillness and an opportunity to listen to my own wisdom. So if you're struggling with a decision and think you need to make it fast or you've made fast decisions in the past, and you've realized that maybe, just maybe, uh, that wasn't the best way to go, then this is going to be an amazing episode for you. Enjoy. So I'm really excited after about, I think, about four months, five months, maybe even like half a year that Jackie and I finally get to see. (laughs) You saw our conversations on Facebook, you would be laughing because literally it has been a question of, okay, let's get the date in. And then what would happen is either one of us would go, oh crap, I can't do that now. And so it's taken us about six months to finally go, oh my God, we're here. (laughs) So welcome, Jackie. Lovely to have you. Oh, it's a delight to be here, Marina. And it, and it was lovely. Marina came on and said, are you okay, Jackie? And I'm like, yeah, I'm just a wee bit flat today, but it's okay. She said, you're not your normal self. And I'm like, yeah, I am, but I'm just a wee bit flat. <laughs> no, I said flat, not fat. <laughs> and I went, okay, I got the message. <laughs> So when I asked Jackie about what she would love to talk about today, um, she answered. I want to talk about how the right choice of what we're meant to do actually comes by itself. And often we can get in the way of that. So that's what I'd like to talk about, how we think we're making deliberate choices. And often by making deliberate choices, we're making those deliberate choices from the intellect and not from our heart. And I wonder how many of your your listeners, your mums, you know, the parents, you know, people who have their own businesses have done that. They've made a decision from a space of fear instead of letting that right choice come through them. And what I'd like to also discuss with you, Marina, is how can we how can we help that right choice come through us? I love that because uh, what I've seen is um, often the the deliberation of making a choice is mm-hmm. often so <laughs> it often that's the bit that drives us nuts mm-hmm. versus actually just making the choice so i'd love to start with why this is so important to you what why why is this wanting to be expressed particularly today in this episode i think it's wanting to be expressed marina because i'm in a space of not knowing mm. and in that space of not knowing i'm feeling frustration I'm feeling a bit flat I'm feeling a bit unsure but at the same time 
I know that it's okay. So I can, I can feel those feels and I can go into those emotions, but I don't need to know the content of why I'm feeling that way. Because often when I get through something like this, because trust me, it happens a lot. <laughs> you know, it, it's not a case of, I feel that I need to know because when I feel that I need to know, that's where my suffering happens. Mm that's where the frustration really kicks in. So when I bounce up against this, what I'm feeling right now, this frustration of not knowing, of wanting to move ahead, of of wanting clarity, that mechanism of feedback is telling me that I'm getting in my own way. I'm trying to make a decision that's not ready to be made yet. I'll always remember something that you said about three or four years ago that really stuck struck me, well, stuck with me and struck me at the time when I heard it, which is just confusion or not knowing is just clarity and germination. Absolutely. And I know that's what's happening with me. But even though I know that's what's happening, it doesn't mean to say that I don't get caught up in it sometimes. So hence why I'm just a wee bit flat today. But I'm not worried that that flatness is going to be there in half an hour or an hour tonight. Right at this moment, there's something happening. And I don't know about you, but, you know, even thinking back when I was a kid and doing maths problems, there would be these periods of absolute blooming frustration that I couldn't do what, you know, what what I was meant to be doing. And then all of a sudden I just have this, ah, this, this aha moment, this moment of insight where I could see clearly what was next. And I know what's going on in my head at the moment is there's lots of choice and all of it looks juicy and exciting and I want to do it. But at the same time, I know I need to focus for now, not always, but for now, I want to focus on just a couple of things. That's it. And I know there's a whole area of my life that I'm not talking about in the sense of bringing in all my medical background and all my understanding about how the body, spirit and mind works, being able to talk in medical language. I've not been doing that. And it's kind of like, why are you not doing that, Jackie? And then there's the whole part of me that understands everything to do with sales and marketing and persuasion techniques and language because of 35 years in sales and being an NLP trainer, being a linguist. And it's kind of like, Jackie, why are you not bringing these, these important pieces into your work? So there's this swirl of, oh my goodness, there's all this really good stuff. How does that do what I think it's meant to do? Or maybe how is it just going to unfold? So at the moment, I'm kind of swimming in the sea, the soup, when really I should be on my sun lounger at the side of the sea, watching it just come via the tide and says, here you go, Jackie, this is what you're going to do. And I'm almost there. And I'm just dipping in and out of this little bit of frustration. And it is, you know, it's just kind of like, oh God, you know, interesting. The sea of possibility. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Big sea. Yes. It's really interesting, isn't it? How we can get really, really um, distracted. Mm. I mean, I, I, I hear you because I've had the same dialogue with my Spanish side, you know, where there's a, there's a, 
I speak the language. So I'm like, well, why am I not sharing this in Spanish? There seems to be a really like open playing field to do that right now. And, and why am I not doing that? And I'm still not doing it. And I, I you know, I was interviewed yesterday um, by Marina Galan and um, it went really well. And I had a conversation with one of the ladies that was on the call and we're going to have a sales conversation. And I'm like, well, why am I doing more of this? It seems much easier. And, <laughs> and right now, like, I don't have clarity on that. So I'm not going to do anything. Exactly. That's where I am. I don't have clarity. It's like, so I'm doing nothing, waiting. But at the same time, I know, Marina, that probably in the next day or two, something's about to just be birthed. Mm. And I know that. And, you, you know, you just know, you know. But I also know that we were on holiday last week and I've just come back. And there's there's elements of self-care that I have not been attending to in the last couple of days. And I know that that knocks me into a space of what I'm feeling right now that I'm taking some of the thinking I'm having quite seriously because I'm just in a lower state of mind. Nothing to be scared of, nothing to be frightened of. Just, I know there's something more for me to see here. No decisions to make. No decisions to make. Even although, you know, that little frustration bubble <laughs> up tells me I'm meant to, I'm meant to burst the bubble and I'm meant to know what's going on. But, you know, I was speaking to, to, to one of my clients earlier today, Marina, and I think this is incredibly important. Just because you know about this understanding, okay, whether you've been around it for a day, two days, five weeks, six months, 10 years, 50 years, it makes absolutely no difference. All of us have blind spots. All of us have the potential to become lost in thought, for our awareness to be lowered in any given moment of time, either through lack of sleep, lack of food, you know, dehydration, lack of exercise. Any of these things have an impact on us because, get this, we're human. We're human beings. Mm. We're having the psychological experience, but we're also spiritual beings. Two sides of the same coin, all working together at the same time. How can I give myself a hard time? <laughs> I can. <laughs> because I'm human. Mm. But there are other areas of my life and there are other areas of other people's lives where you don't give yourself a hard time because you can see through the rule of thought. You can see the true nature of thought very, very clearly. And then other times you just can't. So while I sit in this little puddle of flatness, <laughs> you know, I can have a wee splash every now and again. But I know that that, that puddle is going to dry up. I know it's going to go away until the next time I'm, I'm in another puddle. But the lovely thing about being there is knowing I'm about to learn something new. Mm. So I can feel flat, but I'm not frightened. Just as all the teachers who've been around us for years and years and years, just like me, can feel flat, but not frightened by it. I love that because what I really hear in that and something that I, I came to quite a few years ago is that insecurity is an insight waiting to happen. Mm. There's always a gem in there for us to see something new. So what of making decisions? Um, like this idea of bad or good decisions, what's your take on that? I'm really curious actually, because I often get this question. So, mm -hmm. 
you can get caught up in the conceptual idea of good and bad, or you can recognize that a decision is something that either feels right or doesn't feel right in the moment. Mm. I tend to navigate my life from that space. Marina, you know, either it feels right and I have to do it or it doesn't feel right and I have not to do it. And that might mean I've not to do it yet. So I don't think of decisions as being good or bad, right or wrong. It's just a natural, a natural thing for me to either do or not do in any given moment of time. For example, the kind of things that are playing about in my head at the moment, it's not that one's right or one's wrong or one's good or one's bad. It's which one feels right to move forward with. Because when I start to label things as good or bad, right or wrong, then comes the emotional baggage, then comes all the, the beliefs, the values, the conditioning alongside it Hmm. and I've just found it easier to navigate from that space of does it feel right and you know sometimes it can feel not feel right right now but that doesn't mean to say that in a day or two days or five years it'll feel completely different does that make sense yeah and when you say feel right how do you know it feels right to you? Like, is there an example or is there something that, or is that very personal to to everybody? I think that's very personal to everyone. But, you know, for me, in my experience, when a decision feels right, it's almost like there's a full stop at the end of the sentence. That's so beautiful. Oh my God. Like, I'm just going to have to, yeah. Oh, wow. I'm going to put that up on my wall. Thank you. Yeah, you did. I felt that again in me, um, Marina. So probably something shifted in me again, which I love. So thank you. It's, it is, it's like there's a full stop and there's no and or but or so or this kind mm. or that. It's just, that's it. Like when we, we moved from Edinburgh to our house here, it was like we knew it was the right decision. There was no, even though there was crap Wi-Fi and terrible broadband and no shops and, you know, 750 people versus 750,000 people and you know all of this kind of thing it was just it felt right and I never argue when it feels right because there's nothing to argue with that's such a beautiful distinction seriously like I'm still I'm still feeling that insight and I'm actually all choked up and I don't know why I'm just going to sit with that right now. So thank you for sharing that full stop analogy because it really hit me hard. Mm. Mm. As I say, it kind of hit me in my solar plexus too. <laughs> I thought, oh God, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it is, it's just really, really interesting how we do second guess ourselves so often and it's become such a, a normal part of our existence that we think that's what we're meant to do. But when you go into justifying, you're fighting against what is. Mm. You know, and as Eckhart Tolle would say, that that's where the suffering happens. Instead of accepting things in the moment as they are. 
there was a meme you put up on Facebook, which I loved, which was it's raining. And then there was like the whole justification yeah. of why it was raining and why you didn't want it and the experience of the raining. And it's just yeah. raining. <laughs> it's just raining. I know. It's like I said to you, I feel flat. <laughs> yeah. It's the same thing. You know, we can all look for justification, but the justification is story, it's concept, it's idea. Mm. It's conditioning, it's memory, which to me is all old, stale thought. Mm. Mm. You know, and, and sorry, Marina, the things that help me mm. when I'm in that space of, of knowing, because it's a knowing. You know, and I often say with this understanding of the principles through all my years of spiritual searching and training in NLP and everything else that I did, this understanding took me from searching to knowing. Mm. And you can hear that full stop, Mm. searching to knowing. So when I'm, decisions are coming through me, I think I'm making the decision. I'm not really. It's that same feeling, quietness, confidence, deliberation. And on you go. I almost hear it as landing the plane, like... Mm. And it. Yeah. Mm. Well, it depends who you fly with. <laughs> <laughs> I was on a Ryanair flight to Tenerife the other week there, and I swear I thought I was going over gravel, and I thought we'd be landed on Tenerife. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's true. I've had some major, like, oh my God, I'm still alive. <laughs> But there's a waiting, and and this is something that, um, like, I've noticed a, a really big change in 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 this awareness around. If I don't know, I don't need to know right now, and that I can still wait. Like, there's nothing wrong in waiting. There's no rush. Like, there's no there's no rush. In fact, I would say when I look back on decisions that I've made that have turned out slightly less expect, like the way I didn't expect them to, um, or at least. They just turned out what I then kind of consider was bad. Um, I realized I actually probably rushed into that decision. And um, a question showed up for me recently, which was if I didn't need to rush into anything, what decision would I make? And that was a really beautiful question from wherever that came from Mm. because often we think we have to make a decision right now to feel better um, so that we don't somehow we think that the insecurity is coming from not knowing Mm -hmm. as opposed to actually just being searching for that decision in and of itself. Mm. You said a couple of things there that are really, really curious, Marina. There's this, this, no, it's lovely, really lovely. You know, this idea of needing to know, needing to know the unknown. 
<laughs> and it cracks this one always cracks me up because people think they they know. But none of us know. None of us know anything really. We you know, we don't know what's going to happen the next minute or five minutes. We we had some friends staying with us at the weekend and, and one of our friends used to be a policeman. And he said, you know, one of the biggest takeaways he had from his time as a, as a policeman was, you just never know what's going to happen in the next minute. You know, people leave their houses in the morning. Mm. God knows what's going to happen during that day. And then, you know, a lot of people don't come back. You know, yet here we are. We think we know. And we make decisions from that space, fearing what will happen if we don't. Yeah, it's all unknown. And if it's all unknown and we truly believe that time is a concept, it's an idea, it's a, it's a construct, it's a human-made construct, then why are we rushing things that are not ready to be birthed? It's like we don't get pregnant and then think, okay, the baby has all its limbs, it's got a heartbeat, right, it's time for it to be born, run about 28 weeks, it'll live, it's all good, you know, just needs a wee bit of fat on there, ah, we can do that outside. We don't, we know that that we have to wait for things to fully form. And then we don't <laughs> because we're, we're operating from a completely different space, a space of a lower state of mind, of, of, of lower awareness, of, of not being present to now. Mm. I think that's one of the things for me recently, I've been reading a lot and listening a lot to, to Eckhart Tolle and... Um, You know, he, he's been pointing, I mean, he's pointing everybody, but recently what I've seen is the the idea that if I have something that I want to sort, the key word there is I. Mm. It's this egoic idea of, of who I think I am and what I think I should be doing and how I think that should happen or not happen. And the minute I step into that I, I'm not in presence, I'm not in pure consciousness. I'm not in awareness. So my ability to feel is not as acute. Mm. And I can feel when I move out of presence. And I recently, you know, I woke up in the middle of the night a couple of nights ago with, uh, you know, with a a worrisome thought or two or 10 or 50. And um, as you do. And what came to mind was be present. And the minute, the minute that I felt that, nothing else mattered. Because I saw the true nature of thought is transient, impersonal, temporary. And it was beautiful. And I got back to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Always welcome. Always welcome. You know, it's opening up to that higher intelligence, to mind. You know, and, and, and there's a lovely story about, you know, we can have our houses and we can have shutters on our houses that 
don't let the light in when the sun is very, very strong. But the shutters always let a little bit of light in. And that's the state of mind that most people live in. There's a little bit of light coming in. They've got a little bit of access to that incredible intelligence, these infinite possibilities of being. But there's more. And when we fully open the shutters and the windows, we fully open our eyes. We can see and we can feel and we can hear more than we've ever felt before, which just informs the decisions that we believe we're making. Because there's something to be said for thinking that we need something on the outside right now to make us feel better. What, like gin? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the exception, of course, like chocolate. Um, (laughs) So why are we so scared to be in the unknown? What is that about? Like, why, why, what happened there? That's actually where we thrive. So I'm not sure. It's where we live. Right. Right. Even even like a better distinction. So Mm. what happened? I don't know. I I don't know. Is is this just another one of these urban myths that's perpetuated by religion and conditioning and education? I don't know. I really don't know, Marina. I I know for me that that recognise, I think I've always known that, that, you know, that I I may not know the plan, but the plan knows. (laughs) The plan knows. (laughs) And I can play about with my wee plans within the grander plan and then the plan will let me know whether that's right or not. (laughs) (laughs) You know, when you keep coming up against a brick wall. (laughs) And it's it's recognising that every time that happens, it's like, oh, here's another lesson. You know, instead of like, oh, you know, going into story about, oh, I'm a failure or I shouldn't be doing that. Now, this, this, this analogy belongs to everyone. I know your podcast is for mums, but it's kind of like it belongs to everyone. I'm a parent. I've got three daughters who are now 26, 24 and 21. Congratulations. You're going to oh, be a grandma. Grandma. I know everybody keeps slagging me off about that. So that's happening next year. So I'm a grandma in waiting at the moment. So I never had a divine plan for my girls. I brought them up to leave us. And it's that non-attachment to everything in life. If you can see it clearly enough, a non-attachment to outcome and that everything is experience. It's neither good nor bad or happy or sad. It's simply experience. This beautiful feeling of love and neutrality that gives me Jackie, <laughs> this, this name that I have, to have these gorgeous experiences where I get to learn and I get to evolve and grow. I get to shed what I don't need anymore. And one of, one of the ones that just gets me all the time is, you know, like growing up and this label of mother, this label of employee, you know, entrepreneur, blah, blah, blah. But especially the mother one. I remember about five, five, five or six years ago, Marina, sitting with my three daughters in the house. And I sat down with them and it was kind of like, in one instance, I felt like their mum. And then we were chatting away and then it was kind of like, oh, look at us. We're just all being human and we're all having a giggle. And then all of a sudden, it was just like, oh, my God, we're just all souls on this human journey. And I just got this, this, this picture in my head of wearing an apron and the apron strings kind of untied themselves and the apron fell to the ground. It was like there was nothing for me to do except be there as another soul. 
on my human journey sharing what I know rather than the label of mother who thinks she needs to know everything, that nothing is allowed to be unknown. I have to know everything. I have to have answers for everything. I have to make sure that I protect my children. There is this gorgeous tapestry of life out there, rich, rich tapestry that we need to allow our children to sew for themselves. We need them to fall down so they learn what that feels like. We need them to fail so they learn what that feels like, just as we do, but not to criticise our children or criticise ourselves for what's unfolding. It's just unfolding. And to do that with love and compassion for ourselves and for them. So decisions for me are just things that pop up in the moment. I've mainly taken the me out of it because when the me gets into it, doesn't turn out so well. <laughs> and it turns into a thriller or a drama or a film noir. <laughs> yeah. I think it's also recognizing, Marina, that we start to step out of our own self talk. We begin to observe our thoughts instead of being them. I shared a little bit about being on this roller coaster that I'd been on for about five or six days in October, it was, it looked to me like it was financially driven. Mm, always does. And um, <clears throat> I just had about four things happen pretty much in the same 20, 48 hours. <laughs> and it was full on. I'm like, Oh my God, is there anything else? Um, and so I was in this whirlwind of, um, insecurity around my finances, like it was all going to go to hell, like I was going to end up, you know, um, <laughs> I was going to end up like, homeless. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, right? <laughs> Just how am I going to fend for my son? I mean, blah, blah, blah. And um, I went to San Diego and I was part of, I, th- th- this was interesting to me because I was actually on a, on a wealth investing immersion retreat in San Diego. And I didn't feel like I belonged that time. It was like, I don't belong here. I've done pig's eye bollocks. I've just completely bollocked up my whole financial plan, like in this one week. Anyway, um, last day was spent building sandcastles on the beach. So we always have an activity and this particular to, to just let the learnings process and to have some space for stuff to come in. and. Um, so they hired this, the, the, the sculptor and his assistant to come in and show us how to build amazing sandcastles on the beach. Like amazing, like, like just, I'll send you a photo, but I mean, literally we're talking about, um, I don't know, five turrets and um, the size of like a really big table. And I mean, just, just, you know, frozen type castles. So we built mm-hmm. two. Anyway, as we were building, they told us that we had to make sure that the cement, that the, the sand and the water had to be compacted so that it didn't fall apart. And on one part of the turret, um, obviously, we th- that hadn't happened. And so um, it fell apart. And we went, oh, God, that's so awful. Anyway, we turned it into something really beautiful. We turned it into the staircase this old, so it started to look like a Scottish castle, you know, like mm-hmm. ruined castle. And it looked amazing. Then we put a bridge over it and, and that's where it hit me. And it was like, oh my God, everything's salvageable. And just because it looks like everything's falling apart, what if it's just taking you in a new direction? 
and that with your creativity, you can shift it into something even better. So just to be there, to have that one insight, just totally made the trip. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, something that's completely aligned with where you are in your life right now, rather than where you think you're meant to be. I guess that the 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 sort of thing that they talk about is it's not a it's a break it's not a breakdown it's a breakthrough. It's <laughs> <laughs> so American. They <laughs> <laughs> so just go rah 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 rah. <laughs> uh, it's not a Scottish thing to do that. I know. <laughs> hmm. You know, I love that. I love that that metaphor. That yeah, it's a beautiful story about how we can see these things, you know, visibly in front of us, tangibly. You know, that we can touch and, and, and feel instead of it just being an image in our minds. These kind of tangible things are the things that really stay with us. It's like a business idea or putting something out there and it it doesn't work. <laughs> it just doesn't work. You know, you can give yourself a hard time for that or you can look at it and, and say, well, what was it about that that didn't work? And then you realize, well, that wasn't what you were meant to be doing. It's what you thought you were meant to be doing. Ooh, that's nice. I love that. That's a beautiful lesson because that's just so simple. That's really just very simple. That's it. That's the lesson. (laughs) Okay. Been lovely speaking with you. Do you know, it it applies to parenting as well. You know, how often do we have these ideas in our heads of how we should bring up our kids? And we're holding on to stories and ideas and beliefs and values from our past and our parents' past and their grandparents' past, you know, and, and, and we're, we're thinking that's the right way to do it. But everything's changing. Kindness and love and compassion stay the same. Yeah, it's interesting how you think you may not have ideas about your children and then mm-hmm. you realise actually that that you might have a few more ideas than you thought you did about them. <laughs> oh, tell me about it. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yep. I'm always getting put in my place. <laughs> and then they apologise later and I'm like, ah, it's okay. I get it. It's not a problem. You know, and, and, and I think about that, like, you know, if I had had, disagreements with my mother she would have taken umbrage to it and probably wouldn't have spoken to me for weeks whereas when my kids take umbrage at something I do you know and they come back to me quite quickly and they'll say I'm sorry mum I didn't mean that I'm, I've been a bit overwhelmed or I'm tired and I'm like it's okay I understand there's no story because I know I know what it feels like so is there anything you'd love to share before we wrap this up? Um, I guess it's for people to recognise that, you know, we live in this digital age and a lot of us spend a lot of time on our screens one way or another connected, but we're connected to a collective mind and to recognise that the collective mind can be useful, but being in nature and being away from our screens and taking time out to walk to watch, to be in awe of what's around us, even if you live in a city, can help slow our minds down. And in that slowing down or quietening of the inner, this, of this, this chatter that we have going on in our minds, we're able to see so much more of life than if we stay on this fast, fast treadmill all the time. And it's in that quieter, quieter place that decisions come to us instead of us fighting our way to create decisions that are maybe not fully formed yet. 
I just love this I the this this sort of newness around um waiting for the decision to come through. And if you don't know, just wait. It will come through at one point or another. And in the meantime you just get on with your life. It's much easier than we think it is. So much easier. So much easier. Yeah, and we've been innocently taught the other way. We have. You know? That depends if you believe in conspiracy theories, but podcast episode. So Jackie, if somebody has listened today and goes, Oh my god, like who is this woman? I want to check her out. She's amazing and I love her accent and I'd love to spend more time with like listening to her. How- <laughs> Stop talking about yourself. <laughs> well, if I talk about you, I'm talking about me. So it's a double whammy there. <laughs> Um, keep, keep, I'll, I'll listen I'll just send all the details to you you know I have a podcast called the Unashamedly Human Podcast that you've been a guest on thank you and um, they, there's a website you know Jackie Ford blah 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 blah. there's lots of stuff there for people to, to read or to listen to yeah and Jackie's amazing um, and she also runs these beautiful retreats in her space in Scotland and I've seen the photos and at some point or another I want to get myself up there because it looks just absolutely magnificent but she's also an incredible facilitator and every time I'm in her presence I just I'm going to be floating around in my little (laughs) sort of grace bubble today (laughs) after I've spoken to you so thank you so much Jackie and uh, obviously all of the links will be in the um in the show notes so you can connect with her there so thank you so much Jackie it's been such a pleasure and for everybody that's been listening I hope you got as much out of it as I did until the next time bye for now so this week I wanted to share that I'm launching an amazing course called Manifesting Miracles 2020 the beautiful Ian Watson after realizing that manifesting was a really hot topic from the amount of downloads that we got from how to manifest anything that you want on this series we decided to club together and use our 34 years of experience to create a six-week on live course for you to create one thing that you want to bring into your life so anything from relationship to money to client anything that you have thought to be totally impossible to create in your life then we're going to give you the space to be able to do that now who's it for well it's for you if you've been striving and struggling to make that one thing happen we're also going to get you clarity on what that is for you plus by the end of the course you would have manifested something of your heart's desires that you might have thought that was totally and utterly bonkers crazy that you never thought you'd be able to do so if this sounds like something that you're interested in and even you know if you've read my book you'll know that there's a chapter dedicated towards this and you want to be able to manifest and make 2020 that miraculous year for you then join me and ian if that sounds like something you want to be part of then email me at marina at marinapearson.com putting the subject line manifesting miracles and then in the body just ask me for more info and we'll take it from there hope to see you soon and there we have it another amazing episode of the joy of being until the next time remember you are the joy you seek